Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Roll Route. Is Jay Truitt's doing his best Jack Lane that he can come up with? Here's where we gather every day and discuss the issues between food production and food consumption. It is a Tuesday. Jay Truitt checking in from Texas. Now the fourth leading dairy state in the United States. And yes. Anderson from the United Kingdom. Jay, I, 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 I wonder missed... how much Jay's lobbying has been part of that, actually. It could actually could have played a role. None. None. But it None. Didn't. The, the Texas <laughs> growth in dairy is because California's kicking Texas our dairymen out and they've moved to Texas. Well, and and a bunch of uh well i would say that maybe andrew's lobbying uh, may have affected us more because we have a number of folks from the netherlands that have moved in um and started pretty good sized operations and uh we're we love to have them they're great uh, they're great dairy farmers we're learning something from them too so and it's so- nice i suppose it's nice for texas to have people actually coming from another state rather than another continent is that Uh, is that yeah no we get both we take both (laughs) we actually if i had to choose i probably would choose the dutch dairy farmers uh, okay honestly the californians well (laughs) almost (laughs) we're portuguese they're all portuguese yeah i don't i don't over over some of the some of the others right we have like a nigerian dairy farmer that moved in too and i'm not for sure what to do with that i've um oh. we'll see how that works right some guy that had tried to do it there and it didn't work and came he might be a lovely guy you don't know uh yeah i haven't met him yet but he's kind of located in an odd place to be doing it so we'll see how it works out for him okay come on you're the expert Trent doesn't want to talk about it, but I don't care. Tell us why this bill, this bill that you're, uh, that's tried, they're trying to get through Congress is good for the American people because it's a start. Okay. Tell me whoa, why whoa, it's whoa, a good whoa. start. For, for the benefit of the listening audience, you got to say what bill are you even talking about? Okay. You're talking yeah. about the uh, legislation that, uh, that uh, it's started off as House Resolution 815. Yeah, uh, which was a veterans uh, a veterans funding bill is now includes uh, the border act, yeah, and a number of things that Senator Schumer um, yeah. says will get a vote. This is the bill that was put together by Oklahoma Senator Langford was really the primary driver behind oh, this Trent, thing. Trent, can I just interject? Trent, this is the senator that uh, believes that uh, it's okay for 13-year-olds to have sex. Carry on. No. Schumer. You're, t- you're no. talking about Schumer. You're no, talking about... Langford, Langford is, a, is a case about Langford uh, from, I think it's about nine years ago, which clearly states that he believes that uh, children can have consenting sex at the age of 13 years of age. Carry on. Yeah, I'm... No, I'm hard to believe that from Oklahoma. Yeah, no, I've uh, I've known the guy for twenty years. I that's probably misconstrued somehow or another, or maybe he was arguing the point to try to make a point. Um, He's a uh, listen. His his intention here was to try to figure out how to find some triggers that would force the Biden administration to to. to 
to act whatever it took. And you, you start this process off knowing that you're not going to get a perfect bill. And so now the question is, how, do you, how, how many minefields do we need to trigger before um, it's worth even doing it all? And that is still the question before Congress. The House of Representatives, I think right now, is telling us that this is going to fail. Uh, it's dead on arrival, blah, blah, blah. I actually don't think it's dead on arrival. I do think that they're probably going to have to take it up. They don't have the impeachment votes that they thought they did. Um, and so on the Mayorkas case, and so they're going to have to actually act this week. And um, this gives them something that they can do amendments to. And we'll see what those amendments are and how they pass. Remember, the, the Republicans only have uh, like, what, 219 votes in the House of Representatives today. That's one more than what they need. And uh, and Mr. Scalise is actually in the hospital uh, getting some stem cell treatments right now. And so that means that they technically couldn't pass anything today uh, just on party lines, even if they wanted to. Um, no, but so... Wait a minute, wait a minute. There are luckily there are sixteen um, conservative senators that are refusing to back this bill. Is that correct? Well, you don't need sixteen of them. You just need sixty to pass it. So that means that you only need uh, a handful of Republicans to go along with the Senate, the Democrat majority to pass it in the Senate. It won't pass in the House though. So so so, so tell me this. So let's just look at the facts here. You're allowed. An average of 5,000 illegal no, immigrants. No, you've already said it wrong. Well, You're, you've already said it wrong. And that's one of the things that's kind of gone on here. This is the, Well, I've read the it, whole, so you tell me what's wrong with it. No, no, well, no, no. Well, but maybe you didn't read it in the proper context of what the law actually says under the underlying law actually says. Go on. Say, so say what I've read, in, say what I've read in, wrong. In the event that uh, 5,000 people cross the border, it automatically triggers a set of actions that would close down the border, allows the president to close it automatically without having to go through any other procedure. The Homeland Security leadership can I have actually... Read it right. I have read it right then, because the president can shut it down or not. If or, or not. not, right, yeah, mm. or not. They don't mm. have to. He doesn't have to today. No, He's not. So there's no limit. Secondly, they have to no, be. No, wait, the wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, Mexican, there's not any only limit Mexi today. Hang on, only Mexicans or Canadians actually are counted. Anybody, any children, and any people from other countries aren't counted in this figure. No, it's that's incorrect. Yeah, it's, no. I've got, I've got it in front of me. It's not yeah. incorrect. It yeah. states no, clearly you are that. Incorrect. No, it doesn't state clearly that. That's in that's in the discussion about who can be immediately deported back to the back to the neighboring country. And you can't send kids, unattended kids back to who would you send them back to? Hey, I'm, I'm not saying whether you can or you can't. I'm just no. saying that the loopholes are there to allow unfettered immigration. Of There's other people, other Mexicans and Canada, Canadians. I got to ask a question though. We throw out a number like five thousand. Yeah, I know. Where do we get? Who's who's doing the count? 
Because back well, in the well, day when we yeah. even tried to secure the border, we had yeah. 5,000 coming across illegally that they couldn't find. So yeah. how do we assess this number? The whole thing is just a pile of bovine fecal matter from what I hear. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. I, I, I can't. I'm not going to let. Um, I'm not going to let this go because it, it's not. It is very clearly stating. I'll I'll send you the stuff that I've been reading that it, it, yeah. it only applies to Canadians or Mexicans in that number if you could count them. But no, secondly, that's... but secondly, it, we only it have also... two borders, you know, and it's the Mexican and Canadian border. Yeah, but the point I'm trying to make is that person that most of the people crossing your border are Mexicans or Canadians. I know, but they're a Mexican until they're proven otherwise. You don't have any idea if the person got away who they are. You have to you have to consider them something, and they cross the Mexican border. So you're if I just saying... see somebody at random, and because they have Asian skin, <laughs> what am I supposed to assume? Here's what we need: we need a new law that says we're going to have a, a presence at the border and identifying what's what country you're a citizen of before yeah. we illegally come in to come into this country. No, we'll what spend country money to do that instead of just saying go home. Yeah, yeah. No, it's actually the, what country your origin is, to be honest. Yeah, y your origin. So why would you think that we'd be having a discussion about the southern border and Canadians would even come up? Because they want to make it sound like they're doing something. It's they're doing nothing. That's the point. They're no, actually. This, well, actually, I'll tell you now, they're, they're also going to be this very clever to me. I, I can see where this is going. Because you get a driving license, you then get put on it. You can go into any state you like, get put on a register to vote. You don't need to show um, that you've, you're a citizen once you're on the register. And then they sell, send a mail-in ballot and it's got your name on it. But nobody knows whether you're a citizen or not. It's so obvious what's going on. It's unbelievable because it's just unfair. You had an immigration policy. We, well, do. The we don't laws, add. We do. We have to take a break. GregHager.com. I got to go yeah. to a break. Well, you under the current people. laws where you were down Andrew. to 14. You got it down to 14. We got to take a break. We will talk about Greg Hager and how you have the opportunity to go to his website, GregHager.com. You can book an event or check out what his tour schedule is. He was in Phoenix this past week. He brings the soul of country. And I, I didn't want to talk about country and Western, just the country and Christ together and makes you feel it and makes you feel good. GregHager.com. We're back with more Roll Route. Andrew Henderson, Trent Luce, Jay Tritt after this. Welcome back. Roll Route, Trent Luce alongside Jay Tritt, Andrew Henderson. And I got to throw something out here just for what if. Uh, we talk all the time about the Southern and we know now that the southern border is being invaded by people that are not from Mexico. They're from somewhere other than Mexico, right. which means for the right. most part, they had to travel by water to get to that border to come across. Or air. How come they, yeah. don't, how come they don't travel by water to Washington, the state of Washington or Oregon and get off the boat there? Or why don't they go into British Columbia and come south? Why would they not be trying to come at every approach if they're trying to do what they want to do instead of coming through Eagle Pass to Del Rio all the time? 
because they're know. being given money to do it by George Soros and the globalists. That's why. So, why does being... it have to come through that that path? Why not go the other way with your money from George Soros? I've no idea, but that seems to be the way that they they want it to go. I've no idea why. Do you well, know why? There, there's an idea that it could be Greg Abbott's involved. Well, I think that it's more than anything, it's that it's easy to get into Mexico. And okay. if it's easy, and it's not easy to get into Canada, Canada might actually give you some fits. But you and, could just uh, go to Seattle. Seattle wouldn't be a problem for an illegal. No, They're Seattle wouldn't be a city. problem. Yeah. Come into but, port and come on in. Here's your document. Here's your credit card. Here's your phone. Oh, you would need a, a stay at the Hilton. Here it is. It's a whole lot more expensive to come to go up there, I think. That is a true story. It would be more expensive. Yeah. yeah. But if you're spending George Soros's money, it's not a matter of money. I agree. Well, I don't know. I don't think mm -hmm. cartels control uh, that, and cartels actually control most of the uh, illegal immigration on the southern border. I think that's the answer. Yeah, and uh, we have we now have cartels set up on both sides of the border, uh, uh, especially here in Texas. Uh, here a couple of years ago, you know, they arrested their main lawyer, and he was living in a really nice house over in Irving, Texas. Um, I think it was Irving or uh, Arlington, somewhere in there, in, right in between Dallas and Fort Worth. And Probably uh, went to football games with Jerry Jones. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, he probably he, he based on the size of his home, he could go to all the football games in whatever he wanted to. You know, <laughs> probably flew, probably flew in a jet down to Texas A&M oh, to watch the that, Aggies and and that and, poor Taylor Swift. Did you see how people are beating her up now, Andrew? I, yeah, she's going to fly from Japan to the Super Bowl, and now they're trying to say that her carbon footprint is going to be 14 times greater than the average uh, citizen of the United States on an annual basis just to come to watch her boyfriend play football. Yeah. Well, is he really I, her boyfriend? Yeah, I think so. Probably. No they seem I, to, I, I they, mean, they hang, I see him on pictures hanging out all the time. Yeah. They are mm. smooching. I don't look for them. I don't look for the pictures. They're in my face. Me neither. Yeah. I can't. Well, I can't avoid them. Hey, listen. I'm I'm the smallest fan of Taylor Swift that probably exists. Um, I. But with that said, what do I care? And what do I yeah, care if she I'm, flies a jet around the world? I, I, she's creating she some plant food. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah. No. I kind of agree. I'm at the point now where I'm I'm actually cheering for her. Uh, I hope she. Uh, uh, I hope she goes through London on her way to go back the opposite direction to come to the Super Bowl. Where is the Super Bowl? What, what it's part of the uh, in Las Vegas. Oh, this year. Well, yeah, yeah. London wouldn't be on the way, would it? <laughs> no, right. Yeah. See, right. So I wanna. I want her to take the long way around and pick up friends. Uh, and <laughs> Andrew, you want to ride to the right? Super Bowl? Andrew, would you like to go to Vegas? <laughs> I'd love to go to Vegas. I, I, I actually watched my um, uh, uh, Lawrence in Vegas this week. He's been posting his video, uh, singing some stick song on songs on Liberace's piano, and I'd love to have been in the Venetian to hey, watch that's that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I, I've been to Vegas a couple of times. I love it. I'd love to go there again. I could only survive there for about three days, though. Then it gets very artificial. Um, yeah. 
but it's a great huh. place. But uh, you know, I, hey. I do think that your border you, issues. Okay, but, but whoa, whoa, before you go to the border, if you get there by yeah. Thursday, you could caucus because the the Nevada. Oh caucus yeah, well it's Thursday. already. Yeah. Well, that's another thing that caucusing there is of now you need to know your American politics because caucusing's okay. But there's actually two ballots in Vegas. Only one counts. Did you know that? Yes, I do. Yeah. I, so, I, I studied on this yesterday. Hank and I just dissected. He showed me the ballot that he got in the mail. Yeah. Which has a plethora of people. Nikki Haley, Mike Pence. She's not on the caucus, Scott. though, is she? And she's only two on the caucus are my guy, Ryan Binkley, and yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah. So she can't win because she's not even on the ballot. What, and I said, Hank, what's the preferential presidential primary for? It's not even the primary. <laughs> he's and going I, to find out answers. He's a White Pine County commissioner. And if they give him a microphone at that caucus on Thursday, I told him to make sure somebody oh, videos man. what happens. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's very I, true because I, 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 I've seen that laid out. And, and this is why. I, I wonder, um, Mitch McConnell, by the way, is throwing this guy. that he, He's throwing this... Uh, Langford under the bus now saying that this is a terrible bill and uh, you know because it's it's been exposed for what it is so I now you're that... now you're now you're agreeing with Mitch McConnell no Mitch McConnell's trying to save his own ass yeah <laughs> yeah that, that's what's yeah. going on there but um, I'm not agreeing with Mitch McConnell at all I'm just saying that this is selling out your country this is no, not it's a great listen. It's a great start. You're not gonna, um, so what? here, here, oh. you're not stop, stop, stop. You're not gonna pass a great bill. You've got to start somewhere and build incrementally on it. It's the way the public policy development process starts. And if you're not, if you're only willing to hit home runs. And you're only willing to, to, to shoot from the far end and fix everything all in one fail swoop. I can promise you that people like me will eat you alive in this process and I will win 100% of the time. Okay. 100%. You well will done. lose 100% of well, the time. I'm, not, I'm, I'm sure I would against you because of your knowledge of the process, but I'll ask you, no. one, I'll ask you one question. So if during the previous administration, you were down to 1,500 people a day crossing your border at maximum time, and the laws haven't changed since then. Why can't you get back to 1,500 people a day to start whoa, whoa, with? Whoa, 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 whoa. Why can't we get to zero? No, no, no. I don't want 1,500. No, 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 I'm a home no, no. run guy, Jay. No, no, no. This is I, why I, I'm not in public office. I don't sell no, 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 little no, base no, hits. I want a see, home run. He's going to eat yeah. me for my breakfast, right? And I'm saying, well, you were already at fifteen hundred, so why can't you get back to that? That could that should be your starting point. Trump Trump wouldn't need this, would he? Trump he wouldn't what? need this bill. But the problem is Trump's not the president. And so what, the, so what you're saying is that the bill's not worth the paper it's written on because this president just wants unfettered immigration. No, that's not what I said. Well, it's not what I said at all. It's um, what you mean. No, it's not what I mean at all. It is the fact that you have to at some point start building a case law so that you can actually hold administrations accountable to the law as well. Uh, administrations don't create law. And that's My like that's the mental I'm, I'm, perception is that somehow or another the president is in charge here. 
and the president is not really in charge. The Congress is supposed to be in charge. For the first time in a long time on immigration policy, we're doing the right thing, which is that Congress is saying, hey, we're going to tell people what they have to do. Is the language correct? Is the language the language that I would have written? Absolutely not, right? There's no way. But you, you have to get started in the mechanics of a process that starts fixing the problem. And this does. Plus, it does some key things that are completely outside of this conversation that were like super important to get done, like us being f forced to keep our word to the Afghani uh, interpreters and the families that actually helped us and risked their lives, um, that we would actually honor our commitment to them and that they get to be they get to come to the United States because they're probably already dead. But at least we already uh, we should send a signal to the rest of the world that from here on out, we're going to keep our word. When we when you help us in in wartime, um, we will we will honor uh, what our word was. And the and the bill does that as well. See, and that's and, the and thing. You, you're quite happy with the money going to Ukraine as well. Uh, no, not at all. It's not the uh, and there actually there's probably more money buried in that bill about Ukraine than what even you you actually have already I'm not happy with the Ukraine or Israel but I'm also saying the clock tells me we got to go to another break before I let you go nitric oxide is a key component of healthy living I take and have taken a nitric oxide tablet every single day for 18 and a half years no2u.com that's nitric oxide number two letter U. Com. You put Trent as your coupon code. What that means is that you pay no shipping. Don't take my word for it. Go to the website. Dr. Nathan Bryan has all of the science you could ever need right there for number one, cardiovascular health, help your immune system and help all other organs of your body function properly. Where's the downside of that? More details. No2u.com. Second half. We're all route. Just ahead. Welcome back. Roll route, Trent Loose alongside Andrew Henderson in the UK, Jay Truett in Texas. Jay, I just got to ask this question. We yeah. have immigration laws on the books. The reason sure. that even during Trump administration, there was still 1,500, we don't enforce them at the level that we should. It's all Absolutely. about enforcement. I don't know why we need a new bill to do something that we're not enforcing when we have a bill already or a law already in place. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more, number one, with your statement. By the, same, by the same token, one of the things that got exposed during the Trump administration was that um, judges were, make, were taking rulings against the Trump administration on a pretty consistent basis, saying that they were actually exceeding the authority of the law or they were acting in areas where they didn't have clear authority, right, on a regular basis, and that they didn't have the authority to... Um, uh, do X, Y, or Z, whatever it may happen to be. And we found some, we found and exposed some weaknesses in our system. One of which was that we were asking judges to make a declaration over every person's status and what they were. When it was clear to any trained professional that, listen, these are hooligans that are trying to come across. We don't need to actually grant them asylum. There, you know, there's no there's no threat from that person. A six year old that is unaccompanied because their parents turned them over to a cartel coyote and send them across the river trying to plant them into the United States. That that while that kid doesn't isn't granted asylum, there are some 
things that we need to figure out how to actually do mechanically in the process. We can't just hold the, the kid moment, like the moment, they're a the prisoner. Cartel, well, at the moment, there's, there's a lot of evidence to, to show that they end up in cartels in the U.S. Exactly. Um, and so we needed to stop that, right? That was happening during the Trump administration as well. And so nowhere near we, as much as it's happening now. That you think? Do you no. know? If you look no. at the Texas Department of Justice numbers, I would beg to differ that there was some real problems mm. that were getting built over the last six okay. or eight look, years. Look, you and I aren't going to agree on this because I, I, you want anybody you want that you perfect. speak to, anybody that you speak to, says that you've had unfettered immigration for three and a half years. It's tenfold yeah. what it was. Your fentanyl problem. You've just had two states issue sure. a state of emergency because of it. And they're all linked. And I'm sorry, it doesn't matter what you tell me. I don't believe. And you have 12 governors, better. including mine, going to Texas over the weekend and saying, hey, we're going to contribute money to help your cause. What, what are you going to do, Governor Pillen? All you're going to do is take more money out of Nebraska and put it down there in somebody's pocket. This is, yeah. this is, the, is leading to a serious it, wreck for the entire country. And, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and it is also a way of them getting Democratic voters because they can use it is it has nothing system. to do with the voting it has nothing it to does. do with the voting we, they it completely does. hijacked the 2020 election and 2022 election without, without these illegal, illegal immigrants well, what makes you think they won't hijack it again they don't well, need illegal immigrants to completely take because, the election because the, the the amount of votes they need to cheat now is becoming unsurmountable they need more that, i mean at the end of the day that's a blatant misleading statement well, okay. They don't need more. Basic. They got. They have the Microsoft Cloud that controls all of and, the data now. There's videos of them putting wads of of mail in ballots in it into into. There's actually videos of it. Wads of them. Right. Into, right. Into, they did that without the, the without the old 12 million videos. illegals that we have now. They yeah. did all that. So why you need yeah. more? This is that about something maybe on the, the election. You need the names on the register. No, you don't. They didn't have them on the last time. The okay. vast majority of these people that are coming in, their names are not on any register anywhere, anyway, anyhow. Um, we're the only register they're on is the one where we're we're paying for their hotel room or we're helping subsidize their Medicaid. They've all got uh, credit cards and mobile phones. Where the no, well, they don't have them from the United States government. Having a credit card and a mobile phone that comes from your buddies in Europe, right? Um, so no, apparently you are giving no. them a credit card, and you're a giving UN, them a UN a UN agency is giving them uh, a debit card and a uh, uh, some kind of spending allowance and and a UN UN sanctioned that would, phone. I would speak so, to the uniformity between the twenty two hundred dollars that seems to be universal around the world, but I don't know any right. of that to be factual. No, not I don't. Do I. Yeah, I, 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 I am surprised at you. I, I mean, no, look, I'm surprised listen, at you. You've got, you believe me, this is a good starting point. No, I no, 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 no. Yeah. It's a start. It's a starting point. Listen, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to give you a quick. I'm going to give you a quick lesson, and this this will explain why I feel the way I do. For about 40 years, people in the United States actually tried to uh, overturn Roe versus Wade. Yeah. Right, and. It never happened. Now, during this period of time, the decline in America's moral base actually has escalated each and every decade. 
There's fewer and fewer people that would have argued this based on some sort of a religious belief because that we have fewer people who have religious beliefs in the United States than ever before. Why did Roe v. Wade finally get overturned? It, and it, it got over. Didn't. Well, oh, did they vacate the decision? Yeah, they left it up to the states to say you can kill babies. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. why did that actually happen, though? And why did they finally win that battle after 40 years? And it was because a number of states finally started taking incremental steps and pecking away to force the court to have to decide around the edges of it so that they could get to the core. People have been trying to do full-out abortion bans every year in every Congress, in almost every state, and courts had ruled the way courts had ruled. And so if you're going to win in, the, in, the, in, the, in this arena, you had better figure out how you can create a scenario that starts chipping away at the very fabric of what this discussion is all about. It's not going to be perfect. You're not going to like the, the, the first result. But the first result is what leads to the hundredth result. The, the problem is, is that we get all we get mad because we didn't get everything we want the first time ago. We're never going to do for that again. Okay, well, then there's a whole bunch of things in public policy we ought to never work on anymore, right? No, Let's stop trying that, to fix any of your problems, because if I can't make it perfect for you, then you're not going to be happy anyway, so screw well, you. Well, okay. Right? So and I mean, right. that's the wrong way to go about it. But that, see, I'm going to say, I'm going to throw back at you what you've just thrown at me and say, you've just described a political and governmental system that's unfixable. No, I just described the yeah. reality. No, it is. We fixed no, the no, whole I, agree bunch with, of I agree with Andrew. You, you, you've, you've described something that will fixable. never be fixed. It's full of people who are corrupt. And that's no, the... It's that's, not corrupt. It is. They agree. It is. There's a difference. Corrupt. With, there is a lot of corruption in our system like there is in every government around the world. But listen... The basic premise of how you function, how we're going to actually function, you can either decide that everyone agrees with you or that maybe they don't. I never said that. I mean, I'm you're just saying listening to you. Arguments over time. You, you, uh, listening to you, the overriding feeling that I get is that there are people working on behalf of, supposedly working on behalf of the people of the United States of, the, of, of America that are corrupt and, and subject to <coughs> bribes. And that has to, that is unfixable. Well, I don't, I really don't believe there's very many bribes. So. Right, okay. Well, we just have to agree to this. I second. think it just takes 12. <laughs> Put a sniper on the border, plunk 12 people coming over illegally, you fix the problem. I, 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 I think it's a much bigger problem than you're saying, though, uh, Trent, because the the cost to your uh, your nation state taxpayer and the cost of this long term for for every country in the world is in, it's just in, it, it's it's. Well, when did you hear me say there wasn't cost prohibitive? 
We're, well, it's not affordable by any stretch of the imagination. It's far better. No, no one did you ever hear me justify that. It, it It's not affordable. No way, shape, or form can no. this, the nation or my state or any state afford this. Yeah. It is a continued no. blight. It is a continued unleashing right. of a virus on this nation. And it's happening because in every nation. Is, and if you, if you shut the well, them at the border, it would be less of a problem. And if you enforce the immigration laws that we have on the books, we wouldn't even be having this discussion. And we wouldn't hey, be giving $118 billion that we don't have to other countries. Jay, the thing is that I know it's happening exactly the same in Europe and it's exactly the same in the UK. Every politician is finding every way to pretend they're doing something about it, but without actually doing something about it. In fact, in reality, they're encouraging it. It's part of a plan. That's what's wrong with that. Yeah, doesn't see, matter I can't, how, you know, that I can't listen. I can't uh, I can't. There's no way that I can actually look at the U.S. process and determine what's going on in Europe. Um, there is the, the your assumption is, is that they're intricately entwined. And while I do understand that George Soros and people like him are doing everything they can to influence the U.S. system, and he happens to be a European. Um, the fact of the matter is, is that our structure is dramatically different. And what uh, listen, uh, the. What I'm telling you is, is that for a long time, we've been told that you can only do comprehensive immigration, right? That's the only way that you can actually do it. And I've, I still say that compre total comprehensive immigration that tries to address every single issue that there is to do is an impossible vote. And if you're for that, you're for the status quo, whatever the status quo is. And so I throw it right back at you. If you yeah. want only the whole thing, then what you're saying is indirectly, you, and this is what I think Mitch McConnell's position is. I think he's fine with Joe Biden um, uh, being beat up on immigration at this point because he sees this as, a as the number one thing that makes Joe Biden weak politically in the United States is Joe Biden's immigration policy. And this would well, have uh, helped Joe Biden. Hang on. Wait a minute. You've First of all, you need to answer a question if you're saying Okay, that. nobody's going to answer a question until after the break. We're going to talk about Simpson Farm Enterprises. Cool. There are events today as we speak. There's an event in Grand Island, Nebraska, Simpson Farm Enterprises at 9 o'clock. You're going to have a meal at noon. Next week, I'll be in Great Bend on Wednesday and Ransom, Kansas on Thursday. That's the 13th and the 14th. Details about that at SimpsonFarm.com. They are the leaders when it comes to service and innovation, getting the best in terms of precision agriculture. What we're talking about today in the world of food production is producing the most possible with the least input happening. And that is what the Apache Sprayer gives you. High Plains Apache in the northern part and Simpson Farm Enterprises in the southern part of the Great Plains. Get more details about either one at simpsonfarm.com or highplainsapache.com. It's all about producing food with less pests. We're back with the last segment. Roll around after this. Welcome back. We're all route. Trent Luce alongside Jay Truitt, Andrew Henderson. We're going to wrap up this immigration yeah, discussion. We well, had one, one more question. question. One question. Does Mitch McConnell want Biden to win or does he want a Republican to win in November? No, you're, ask, you're asking the wrong question. Uh, <laughs> Mitch McConnell... Mitch, 
No, 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 no. Listen, right? It's just more sophisticated than that. Joe, uh, Mitch McConnell wants Senate candidates to win so that he will be the majority leader. Who the president is, is probably not his number one concern. And he wants the House of Representatives not to lose that. seats and to actually grow in power. He's more interested in who's controlling Congress than he is controlling the White House because he's certainly no fan of Donald Trump. And it's almost a lock at this point that Donald Trump is going to be the candidate, barring him being assassinated, um, on the November ballot. And so that doesn't really serve Mitch McConnell very well, but he's better than, I, I don't know. I mean, does McConnell think he can negotiate with the Democrat if he has all the control in the Senate? He's proven that he could in the past. There's a reason that Merrick Garland isn't on the Supreme Court, for goodness sakes. And that is the one one redeeming thing that we can't do give to credit to anybody but Mitch McConnell. And he well, it's safer to have it have him. <laughs> well, oh um, heck yeah. It's a lot safer to have him here. His term will expire. If he's on the Supreme Court, he'd be making ridiculous rulings for the eternity. Hmm. Well, I, I well, I can't, I can't say you're yeah, wrong about that. But that is the sad part. I agree with everything Jada said, and that's the sad part of politics. Is it's what's yeah. beneficial for him? Not once does he think about how does it benefit the people that I represent. Mm. I think that's probably and, true, and that's, and, that's, I, and that's the case with all of them. It, it, it's just this perpetual. Most, for sure, how do I remain relevant? Yeah. Instead of how do I empower my people? Hmm. I I, hand, I, I look at I look at Australia. Right I look at a point system. It works there. It can work. It certainly worked here. We've had a closed border. The laws haven't changed. We now have an open border, but the laws haven't changed. And um, politically, the Germans have an open border. They used to have a closed border. The French had an open border. Have an open border. They used to have a closed border. Um, there's no coincidence here at all. It's Speaking of those that. other countries in Europe, I see a growing sentiment, and I never, I never thought about this. I, I was, I've been troubled since we started seeing the tractors in the Netherlands, to be honest. But I see a growing sentiment across social media networks that these are not even farmers at all driving these two hundred thousand dollar tractors. I don't what's believe that take, for one minute. What do you, what's your take on that, Jay? Well, I actually, I think it probably is farmers, but. Uh, I don't actually know. I don't have any evidence to support. Well, it's definitely farmers here because I went to a meeting the other night and they're about to start doing it. And uh, it's definitely farmers in France. The only one I can't speak for, I can speak for Holland because I've got a, a, a close relationship with Holland. The only one I can't speak to is Germany. But why would uh, why would people go and buy $200,000, $300,000 tractors and just, to, just to demonstrate? That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, who said they bought them? I wow. saw I saw one picture of a brand new tractor that didn't ever look like it had been in a field pulling a brand new honey wagon that certainly had never spread a load of manure driving down the highway. And I, that was the one I was like, what's up with this? Because anybody's got a honey wagon, well, it doesn't look new. If it's well, used yeah. one time, it doesn't look new. <laughs> right, well, yeah. One of the things you, oh, you have never. said that makes a lot of sense is that in every one of these uh, um because now it's the truckers in Germany, by the way. In every one of these uh, uh, demonstrations, there's infiltrators. That's for sure. That happened in yeah. Canada. You know that. So 
you're I'm probably sure. right about infiltrators, but um, the majority of farmers uh, in Europe are, are rising up. It's very obvious that is because of the discussions I can see happening on a daily basis. Um, so, so what's going to happen in the UK? I think I think we're getting to a point where um, it's 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 to do with immigration, really. But we're getting to a point where the general public is starting not to believe the media, which I thought I'd never see. So once that happens and, you know, I, I can only see there being a tipping point. I can't tell you when that's going to be, but I think there will be one because I can feel it. I can feel people starting to go, hang on, none of this is making any sense anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Welsh one's very interesting because the, 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 the leaders in Wales are under the control of the Labour Party, which are winning in all the opinion polls here in England. But when people start hearing what they've done to Welsh farming, it's making a big difference. And so it, it means that people are realising that the whole of our parliament is corrupt. So I think that's what's happening, to be honest. And, and can you lay out a, a pictorial of what, when you say what Parliament has done to Welsh farming, what exactly does that include? Well, they've been the first to, to stipulate that each Welsh farmer has to uh, find 20% of their land and, and de-farm, i.e. they are now being told that they've got to uh, lay fallow 20% of their land. They're also subject to much higher fuel taxes on their farmland. So they've in, they've instigated policies which are different to the English policies. And they're now telling everybody about them and how it's putting them out of business. They've also been told they've got to get rid, rid of 10% uh, of their livestock units, which is 120,000 livestock. So what's happening is that that's happening to Wales and it hasn't happened here in England yet. And yet Wales is under Labour government rule not under conservative government rule. They're also encouraging illegal immigrants to come and settle in Wales and giving them money to do that. And the Welsh, like the Irish, are up in arms about it. So those are just a few examples. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, this whole concept of telling farmers they have to set aside, I guess we went through a set-aside period with cropland, but that you have too many animals, you have to reduce the number of animals. That in itself should be cause for people to get loud and find a way to be heard. Mm. The, the other thing is that what's happening is there's a new farmers union that, and I'm hoping to get him on with us, Trent, that's emerging because the National Farmers Union, who I didn't realize that the main custodians of the red tractor, well, the red tractor is telling farmers they've got to reduce meat and milk output by 20% by 2027. All this mm -hmm. sort of nonsense. So that's actually been led by the farmers union, which again, believe it or not, the outgoing president is part of the World Economic Forum. So people are starting to make two and two make four. Yeah. And that's the thing. Once that there happens... There's just some fundamental flaw with organizations, and we see it in the United States, Jay, where trade groups that represent an industry get into this thought process. And, and I saw it in, with the Red Tractors and National Farmers Union in 2012 when you and I met in Dublin. Yeah. They capitulate. They're like, well, we're going to give here so that they'll leave us alone over here. And yeah. that never works. That no. never once Once you works. give... Once you give yet, a little bit, that's, you, that's the MO that every trade organization leads with. 
Yeah. You know, you know the weakness of every commodity organization in the United States, though, is that somehow or another they're also getting a payment of some sort or another, and they Absolutely. sacrifice almost everything else on their agenda in exchange to keep that payment coming. And that's I, uh, Andrew would call that corruption, right? When people are being paid to do those sorts of things, I et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> I would I would just say that I don't think it's corruption at all. It's government doing what government can do to control you. So why don't you just stop letting government do the things that it can do to control you? Well, here's the thing. That's what it's it's now emerging that there's been a deal done by the French Union and the French government. I think it was I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think it revolves around. Uh, the French government saying, if you don't stop protesting, we're going to stop some of your payments now. Sure. Hey, now, you uh, have to be willing to give up every payment if you're going to get loud, get vocal and try to fix this. You cannot continue well, to take payments and say the government is the problem. Well, that's why I, I'm just about to say that that was on Thursday or Friday of last week. Well, we've now seen that the, the uh, farmers in, in uh, France are starting to protest again without the support of the unions. So I'm saying, I think, you know, there's the old saying, the genie's out of the bottle. I, 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 this isn't going to go away because people are beginning to work out. They're making two and two make four. I think that's what's happening. But I could be wrong, you know. Uh, well, wrong. actually, you have a deadline coming, and the deadline's going to tell us everything. When planting season hits, if the farmers are still driving around towns in their tractors, something serious is going to take place. Yeah. And I don't know what that planting season is in the United States. Mid-March, there's people firing yeah, no, it's, up ready to roll. You're right. It's, it's, here it's February, March, April. You're right. It's, it's late, late February, same, March, and April. By, by the same token, uh, who's the lender of last resort that uh, backs most of the guarantees on most of the loans in agriculture in all of these countries the government mm -hmm. well we shall see if, i mean it, it's if a you're very... not careful you're playing directly into their hands and they just end up controlling what they wanted to control in the first place we won't have 30 by 30 uh we'll have 70 by 30. 70 by yeah uh, which by the way is the thought process that i wanted to explore when i said what's the potential that these are not farmers is that they're setting people up to be farmers that allows the government to take what they wanted to take anyway. That was just, I'm not yeah, saying that's yeah. happening. It, the thought crossed my mind. You, you do yeah. have that. You do do have that said thought a lot though, Trent, which tells me that. So what you're saying is that if they were going to get it anyway, why they bother bothering doing it anyway? It's, it's a, it's a self. I don't understand if they were going to do it anyway, why do it? Path of least you're, resistance always. Yeah. Path of least resistance. I Yep. Go ahead, Jay. Finish that thought. No, just uh, I think so. The thing that I just ask people to do is to look look at the process that's going to move forward in Washington D.C. This this bill's not going to pass. The House is not going to pass this bill. But what we what we actually do need to see is progress on legislation. Don't be distracted by it. Look at it. Read it. It's 377 see, pages. 
progress always, and uh, we would all have a better life. Hey, I want to remind yeah. you that Certified Piedmontese will create that better life beef on a daily basis, like that flank steak I had last night. I'm telling you, that was really good. The Thank Great you. Plains cattlemen have come together to produce a consistent supply of tender beef, the best part of the story. Here's my jingle for the day. You don't need to go to the store. We deliver the tender beef to your door. Certified Piedmontese. Tender because of the Piedmontese genetics from that region of Piedmont in Italy. Details and order beef at cppbeef.com. We've successfully journeyed down the path connecting food producers and food consumers. For Jay Truitt, Andrew Henderson, Trent Luce, we all three remind you that all roads do lead to a roll route.